from The Athletic. This is Mike Sandoz, senior writer from The Athletic, here with former NFL executive of the year, Randy Mueller, with some breaking news analysis regarding head coach firings around the NFL. Let's start with the Chargers firing Anthony Lynn after a 33-31 and 31 record. Kind of rare sometimes to see a guy get fired with a winning record, but it was a tough season for them. What was the key there, and what are you looking for? I think the key to it was the middle of the season for him. Obviously, they finished on a high note, winning four games, but there was a period of time in there where the middle of the season, a four or five game snapshot where there was a ton of mismanagement of the clock, of administration, of what a head coach does on the sidelines, some special teams gaffes that he then took over after he made staff changes. There was just too many mix-ups for a guy who's been around as long as he has. And it just came back to bite him. I think they made up their mind on Anthony Lynn probably two-thirds of the way through the season, and, and it didn't matter the last month of the season. Yeah, but I think now, as we talked about on our podcast, really, we'll be looking, do they get the next Anthony Lynn, who's sort of uh, uh, you know not a real prominent, proven guy as a head coach? Or do they step out a little bit out of their comfort zone and get somebody to come in and work with uh, uh, Justin Herbert uh, moving forward? Speaking of that, I think we share an opinion with the Jets and their their opening firing Adam Gase. Don't they need someone who's been a head coach before? That's a tough place to walk into. Yeah, uh, Media-wise totally market, yeah. What, yeah. Are you, what are you looking for there? Well, just the, the New York factor, like you said. I yeah. think they've got to find a guy who's been there, done that. I say it every time it comes uh, available. It's hard for uh, any on-the-job training in the NFL, but it's really hard in a place like New York because you have the media market, the capital of the world, and, and you've got to find a way to deal with a lot of distractions and not only deal with them, you've got to find a way to not let it seep into your locker room. So it's a tough gig. I do think a veteran coach would do better in that sense, especially coming off of where they're coming off of. They've had, uh, you know, really a grease fire there for really five, six years now through two or three different regimes. They need a steady hand to steady the ship. And I think a, a veteran coach can give them that. Yeah. And I would like to see the coach and GM timed up there. That's always been a, yeah. a, a thing that, you know, can, can work well. And I think maybe Joe Douglas is early enough in his tenure there, you know, that that maybe maybe you have an ability to do that and have it be closer to where it's not a guy on his last legs there who the GM has one year, the coach has one year. So hopefully they can get three, four good years together and then figure it out, evaluate it at that point. Our last one here was Jacksonville. No surprise, really. The surprise there was that they didn't fire Doug Marone earlier. They waited <laughs> until late in the year. We've heard a lot about Urban Meyer. Uh, we've heard a lot about the owner there also talking about, you know, he may be involved or not. Um, what do we need in that spot? Um, and you're also probably going to get the number one pick. You're, you know, you're probably going to take Trevor Trevor Lawrence first overall. That's an important component here, too. You need, you need the right head coach for that. Yeah, no question. It's probably the opposite of the New York stop in that, you know, Jacksonville, more of a college town, more of a, a, a lower group, of, not a, a lower, a, a less volume media place. So I think a college coach could actually fit there. It may be an Urban, Urban Meyer type setup for them. But yeah, they're a different setup. Um, the owner has a lot of interests abroad. He obviously owns Premier League teams that have been on the verge of struggling as well. But I hate to see it when, when he does come out and say he's going to control the roster. I mean, this isn't fantasy football, right? We got to get, you know, professionals and, and let them do their job. Hopefully that that's what'll happen down the road. They hire a, a legitimate GM to go with a coach, um, but I do think that could be a place that a college coach would fit in a town like Jacksonville. Absolutely, not that far from Gainesville, where Urban Meyer has been before. Uh, I think the owner will get tired of doing the day-to-day roster stuff. That, that's that's a little minutia. I think he's going to enjoy that yacht. Hopefully, they get somebody in there that lets him do that. Maybe they can no win kidding. some games. 
Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Mike Sando with Randy Mueller from the Football GM Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to The Athletic for the latest breaking news.